Bienvenido a la casa de tu puta madre. Uh, hi, Shamim. Muy buenos días, uh, su anfitrión Shamim Tadrisi y Nick están aquí para presentarle Out of Focus. Burritos. Um, <coughs> okay. That's how we're yeah. going to start after, what, a month of not recording? Maybe more? Probably longer. Yeah. Um, so sorry to the two people that still listens to this shit. Uh, but yes, I had a, a big couple of events happening in the last couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, I didn't have time to record. You took some pretty big dumps. I mean, I saw the live streams and I I was, well, number one, impressed. Like, just to start there. like Of the, the size of my shit? Yeah, the girth. Really? Yeah, well, like, there's, just, there's a trick. So you eat really healthy for about a week. And then once mm -hmm. your body is like used to getting good things, then you shove it with Chipotle and Taco Bell and all that shit. And then like it becomes just this lump of shit. And then you poop it. I mean, listen to how modest the guy is. And then you poop it. It's like, dude, that is a beer can that is coming out of you. And uh, by the way, you can follow me on Twitch. I live stream it. <laughs> It's, no, uh, the brown I, uh, show. I yeah, the the brown doing brown things, you know, browning. Is that a thing? <laughs> Pound town to brown town. Brown chicken, brown town. Um. Anyway. No, yeah, I got married. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's what happened. Oh. Yeah, remember? You did? No, no, I do remember. <laughs> I, at I least half there. of it, you remember. <laughs> I was there. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, I want to thank you publicly for uh, being part of one of the best things that ever happened in my life. Uh, and that's besides getting married to an amazing person. But I mean, the prank that you pull, that was... And I know it wasn't your idea and you repeated like several times to me. Uh, uh, well, I, I think when it comes to that, credit where credit is due yeah i must make sure and and yeah to fill the people in i did pull a prank at shamim's wedding which i had zero input in and and also zero awareness until about an hour and a half before and then even at that point i only knew like 20 percent of what was happening until <laughs> it was time uh, I don't yeah. know. Uh, do you want to start there? I'm, you want to say other thing? I'm 100% okay with starting there. Like, I don't know. There's so many things that happen and so little that I remember. So, yeah, that's a good, oh, that good point to start. Good for you. Um, so, uh, we came to your house uh, the day of your wedding a little early and we're hanging out for a little bit. And as you were in the other room, your lovely lovely bride to be scurried over because she's a small person they scurry um 
Uh, and she was already over. with her hair done, so she was definitely scaring her. Like she wasn't running and shaking too much. I didn't say scary. I said scurry. <laughs> scurry, scurry, scurry. I sorry, my English is my fourth language. <laughs> oh, <laughs> flex with that fucking dick. Um, yeah, she walks over and she kind of like half says something to me about. She says, "I I bought another dress." And I say, okay. What do you want me to do? And she said, um, now here's, here's the mistake. Here's a little bit. We're going to take a small tangent in the story in saying that um, I'll, t- I'll talk about other things that happened to me before this wedding uh, in, the, in the reason. But uh, for multiple reasons, my language practice had hit like bare minimum nothing mm-hmm. in particular and like, she was speaking, speaking to you in spanish well first like she was like trying to whisper but like not really saying much so then i answered her in spanish to ask the question she said it was a dress for me and i said uh when i am and i said it in spanish and then she went fucking dominican in my ear I'm just <laughs> I love that that's a, imagine <laughs> and I I caught like nothing of it because I really thought and that was again like just being so rusty I caught nothing of what she said and and so I said like now like while you know while we were at your house and she said no later and I said okay and then it just stopped that's all I knew mm-hmm um, like okay, so we go to uh, later. We're we're at your venue, which is some, by the way, a fancy fucking coffee shop, right? It's a really good looking one. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, when people say that, like, oh, a fancy coffee shop. No, this was like Brooklyn fancy coffee shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. But actually, big because it wasn't in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, weird real estate. Yeah. Sure, fine. What whatever caveats you want to put in. And, no, I mean it's uh, like like Brooklyn, the 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 style of Brooklyn, whatever, but with real estate because you had space to like do whatever. Yeah, like the definitely. The boss yeah, it was it. like a, it had plenty of you know space. I was actually kind of surprised. I'd never been there before. Um, and uh, so after you know your lady uh, gets ready. She she gets on her dress, which, you know, they're hiding in the bathroom for like 30 minutes, you know, getting her all ready. And then they're going to sneak her up a staircase. And so they make everyone turn away. Um, And I am told by my wife, who's taking pictures of this event. Um, hey, when she comes out, she's going to go up these stairs to go hide up there. There's a bag right there. Take it and follow her. That's all. Mm-hmm. I go, mm-hmm. okay. Because I'm just there to help. I'm being a good guy. Uh, so, and, and because your your wife went into boss mode, which is amazing. I want to thank her because a lot of things happen smoothly thanks to her and her capacity to boss people around. Love you, Chelsea. I love you so much. Oh, yeah. When it comes to like yelling at people to do things for an organized fashion 
Oh yeah, so does it, it was doesn't care. So good. She doesn't care. So she yells at everyone, turn away. <laughs> She's uh, going to go upstairs, which was a uh, supply closet uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> up there. Um, so as she goes, uh, I grab the bag and I go, you know, running it behind her. Um, and I go into the storage room and then uh, she opens the bag and pulls out a second wedding dress. Yep. Full blown, just wedding dress. And she says to me, don't worry, it's stretchy. And then it like clicks in my head. Oh shit, this is for me. Yep. Uh, like I'm <laughs> I'm 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 going to do this right now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um so but I'm wearing like shirt tie and vest, you know, all of this stuff uh and so we get it up like to my waist. And we're trying to like get it on my shoulders and it doesn't stretch that much. Like it's still like oh my god and I am not a ripped man. Uh, it was just, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it up. Uh, and then I also couldn't get it on the wedding dress. Um, and, uh, so, so we're like trying to, and your, your lovely wife keeps saying, you're going to have to take your shirt off. You're going to have to, she's just going like, you're going to have to take your clothes off. Just go in your underwear like me. And I'm like, no, because <laughs> no, I'm going to have to change out of this. Like, and, uh, so, and she keeps going, no, 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 take your shirt. No, 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 no. Leaving the shirt on. We, f- we fucking spit on my shoulders and, uh, get the, get it over it. Um, and she, she zips me up and then we're just standing there. We realize like, in this supply closet for like 10 minutes together, both in wedding dresses um, <laughs> as, as people get prepared. And the way they set it up for you was beautiful. They have everyone sitting down in the main room, like waiting for the two of you to sort of walk down the aisle. You, they put you at the bottom of the staircase and you are waiting for your new bride to be unveiled. They order me to close my eyes. Close your eyes. And they turn the music on. Gets really romantic. <gasps> and oh. as your eyes are closed. And re- so from the top of the stairs, no one in the audience can see me. Or anyone up there. Like yeah. the top, the only you are at the bottom of the stairs. Uh, with some, you know, a couple, you know, people taking photos there. And I come, I come out, uh, and I start walking down the stairs, and your eyes are closed, and I, <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> I'm wondering how long you're gonna sit there with your fucking eyes closed. You can take it from here. Well, okay. Now from my side, I was ordered to close my eyes until I was told to open them. But then the part of opening my eyes, no one said that they were because everyone was so excited about the prank that they forgot to let me know, like, hey, you can open your eyes now. So yes. I opened my eyes because I hear the stairs. They're like made out of metal. So I hear someone coming down. So I'm like, OK, she's there. I open up my eye and then I see you running down the stairs with this dress it was amazing i like i'm actually kind of sad because no one got the picture of my reaction 
to it. Uh, Everyone yeah. got the picture from you. And like when I see actually see Alejandra, then yes. But with you, like it actually like it was a couple of shots, but they were all blurry. Um, and and the, but like it was it was so much fun. And like for the people like on my left, I guess at this moment, uh, all the people that were waiting for me to walk down the aisle, they didn't know what was happening. And then they see me you laughing. You just burst out laughing your fucking ass off and like crying on laughing and they are like just like what is happening and then you jump into my arms and we hug and it was so cute but then people got it and and there is a shot of us hugging and then all the people on the back like you can see they're all laughing um and this is something i actually mentioned to to my wife a a couple of times before like i've sent her a, a lot of videos of like people doing this prank because I love that prank. I think that is hilarious. I think that it's just like, it's such a good burst of um, laughter right before an emotional moment. Cause you, you build up so much well, tension. Everyone's anxious and nervous. Yeah. So suddenly like you explode with this joy. And then like, it kind of like for me, it felt like this was a reset. Like it really helped me go through the rest of the ceremony and everything, which on my side, it was a disaster. Uh, but like, just because I poorly planned it, uh, that's 100% <laughs> my fault. Uh, I set everything for the ceremony on my phone and then forgot I had to put my phone to live stream the whole event. And so all my program was on a phone that was on a tripod, like a couple of meters away from me. Um, <laughs> luckily it was a simple ceremony super short it was just two texts and like two different like things and and that was it but uh yeah it was like it was so much fun to have you around and all the people to, like I, I mean it was a really small ceremony and everything but it was it was so much fun um we still have a f mini fridge full of alcohol left from that good for you still still because eating leftovers from that thing that we froze i i was like we're gonna load this shit up <laughs> yeah no it was, it was a lot it was a lot of things but it was it was mostly like we just wanted to it, it's kind of like it sounds weird but like we just wanted to get over with it and i was just like let's do this thing get married we want to be together and like, what's the point of waiting? Right? Like everyone's like, why are yeah. you not doing something bigger or something like that? Or just like, okay, because it's not about the other people. It's about us and we're going to do it. Uh, no. And I, I honestly, like, I thought it was great. Like I, I don't go to a ton of weddings in general, but, and obviously like, you know, my story, <laughs> like I didn't even really have one cause I don't care. But like, if I were to have one, like, your your version i think is like the best one where it's 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 a it's a smaller group of people it's not all of this like pomp and circumstance oh, yeah. it's like what do what do we want to do and it, including like i want to fuck with the other person and and put their friend in a dress instead of me you know like the those oh, sort yeah. of small things made it so much more fun i will say i i was so much more nervous about reading the English transcription of the like prayer thing you gave me 
than putting on a dress in in a room full of people and surprising you. I was way more nervous about that. Well, it is a Which, really high. By English. the way, thanks for the fucking heads up on that. You I know, well, that was just wasn't like, even hey, you want to do this? it? I, I I went kind of like, who's the person that can read English, basically? Yeah, I it, you you had a pretty short list on that because it wasn't just who are people that can read English. It's who are people that can read English in old timey Bible speak English. And then I was like, this guy from Utah, I'm sure, I'm sure he knows his Bible. So <laughs> that's what I read when I come every night. Uh, wait, I thought you used it for your joints. Yeah, I have more than one. <laughs> every hotel uh, that you go, you bring one. <laughs> Yeah, that's where I uh, restock. No, yeah, and, and that actually did make me nervous. But it was fun to like, because there was obviously a lot of um, English second language people, you know, hanging around in there. And I did have a lot of fun of it. They were like, let me look at that. And they would like try and read it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was that like, it, I mean, for me. Even myself, like it takes me some really like big effort to be able to read it properly. I am used to it because I I read it regularly and mostly because I know these prayers or quotes and everything in Spanish too. And like I said several times before, English and Spanish are really similar the fancier you get. Oh, right. Yeah, I did notice it because I never heard or read the Spanish version until you did it in mm -hmm. your ceremony. And I obviously like I didn't have it memorized, but I had read it a few times because I practiced because there was still like there's some fucking weird words in that in that uh, English version. But then when you said it, there were quite a few times I was like, oh, OK. Yeah, like the word myriads. It's uh yeah, it's miriadas in Spanish. It's like it's almost the same word, you know. Yeah. Which people were I like, really what, what, I even in Spanish, like people were like, "What does that word mean?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it was um, well, it was a lot of fun having you here. Um, I am so excited about life. You have no idea. You're a newly married man. I am, and it's like again, like this. Uh, I'm, I'm like never gonna get tired of saying this, but like just, this is a testimony to like how amazing the person that I married is. I just like the prank, the fact that like it was a really low key ceremony, and we were both on board, and we were legit on board with this. You know, it wasn't just like a oh yeah, like I want something small, and then suddenly start pushing for bigger and bigger and bigger. It was kind of like the opposite. It was like her being like, hey, like why are we even talking about like this? If we said we we're gonna do a simple, why are we like? I was like, oh, like maybe I should get a tie, and and she told me like, why are you even talking about a tie if like we say we wanted to go like casual like but i i am used to people saying one thing but actually meaning another thing and it's not the case with her and i love that and i was just like otherwise thing 
it was it was fun. And after the whole thing, coming home and just continuing to hang out with like a even closer group of friends it was a lot of fun too. Having Zach around too. Yeah, having <sighs> our, our having our friend Zach was was very special and nice. Yeah. Yeah, he made a big effort to be here. He was here only for that night. Next yeah. morning he left and he had to go through hell and back like to be here. Cuz like he got flights canceled and things like that. Like a lot of, a lot of rescheduling of flights and things. And I mean, he was my witness and I told him like I want you here because I want you to be like kind of like the closest to best man that I have um and it was it was really nice like i i mean i'm done with it okay next topic <laughs> no it was really it was really nice i i will say uh i thought it was a uh, funny um <laughs> you were talking about his sacrifice i was like well you know what when i went to go pick up all that alcohol i threw out my shoulder carrying it back <laughs> that was my sacrifice <laughs> Did you? Oh, yeah. You like you told me you hurt yourself really bad, right? Oh, it was funny. It's like I had no idea until the next day. Oh, that's... when I woke up, I was like, "Oh, I can't lift my fucking arm." Did you have your uh, wife anyway. like put it back in place? Yeah, and then I just had her, you know, like chuck me out of the ring. <laughs> um, it was great. Yeah. Well, you want to go from, you know, talking about something really exciting and inspiring and really fun to talking about something really shitty? Yeah, please. So, early March, mm -hmm. my lovely esposa mm -hmm. travels home to mm -hmm. Utah mm -hmm. to, to visit some family. Mm -hmm. She comes back. Mm-hmm. Second day she gets back. Mm -hmm. She's not feeling good. Mm -mm. But also, you know, that's normal. Mm -hmm. Or like you get on planes, you travel and shit. Like often, you know, people get colds or whatever. She uh she's not feeling good. I have to go it's a it's a Saturday. I have to go to work. I'm uh I'm a paranoid person because I work with highly vulnerable people. Mm -hmm. So I took it take an in home test, you know, mm -hmm. that morning. I'm good. Mm -hmm. I go to work. Um, I I come home. the The next day, I feel a little strange. Mm -hmm. Monday comes. Chelsea goes. Uh, Chelsea's actually like pretty sick now and going like, I'm gonna work from home this whole week. I'm like okay, I don't have to go to work until Tuesday. Um, on Monday the world collapses on me. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. I have a huge high fever, uh, like 102, 103. Oh, that's, um, um what? Fahrenheit. Yes. Okay. So what is that, that's... something in the 40s? Because if that's Celsius, you're boiling, my man. Oh, fuck you. I'll get it in fucking Celsius. No one cares about Fahrenheit. All the people that listen Freedom to these Freedom units, okay? So, 39 and a half God Celsius. Damn, bro. Yeah, that's my, that's my fever. Um, I cannot swallow. 
Like, mm-hmm. even water. Not even water. I can't eat. Everything in my body hurts. I'm coughing. I have the worst headache ever. We have COVID. God damn it, yes. And then I hear about these a couple of days before my wedding. When you were like, oh, by the way, I had COVID. And I was in my head like, what? Uh, yeah, yeah. didn't I didn't really like you know put it up on my Facebook status? <laughs> like, God, wait, you weren't well, like I, I I got I got COVID and it was just a, a little fever. I was okay. No, I will. T- this is this is one moment I'll get a little real. I have at the time that I got it, I had three shots: the normal two vaccines. I had the booster shot. Um, so did Chelsea. I have never been so sick in my entire life. I could not do anything. I laid on the couch in misery, just rolling around as I would have high fevers and then break my fevers and sweat my ass off and then become freezing cold again and just like living in misery for over a week straight of those like exact same symptoms. Um... The only, like, I am fortunate enough that I was not put in the hospital. And the only reason we stayed out of the hospital is that we could still functionally, like, breathe. Even though it was not super easy, that was kind of the one thing we were keeping our eyes on. But everything else was like, fuck, just put me in a bed, pump me full of juices, and I don't care. You raised your hand. Uh, yes, uh, Shamim in the back. Um, I just want to put like a, a notice out in the world there. If you ever want to like, like the, 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 the fact that like you went through these, right? And you let me know a couple of days before my wedding. So by the time you were here in person, I completely forgot about the fact that you had it. Right? Yeah. Not because I'm an asshole, just because I was getting married. And there was a shit yeah, ton of things that I had to worry about. Rightly occupied. Right? But then I put my cologne on and I... Oh, yeah. So, wait. One one second with that. Yeah. So, one weird thing is that, like many other people, I did lose my taste of smell... My taste, taste of, of smell, smell. my sense of smell, uh-huh. and my taste, but I only lost it 10 days into having COVID. Like oh. the whole rest of the time, as I was sick, I could still taste, I could still smell, and Chelsea could and still can, but I lost mine 10 days in, which was so weird. So it was like... Like what, like four days before you're supposed to be out of the woods, right? Like just like 14 days is when you're like supposedly like all good, right? Yeah, it's just like, like it seems it, like it's right? kind of changed like, ten, yeah, 10 to 14. Like when when things were starting to kind of like I was now spending more time not in bed and like could I was still feeling shitty, but I was like, you know, playing a video game or something, not just going fuck for 16 hours a day you know <laughs> she's a, a constant moan of uh, 
that is actually started as fuck. Yeah, for and I mean, it hours. was just us. It was just us doing that, and then like door dashing meals to be left outside of our apartment because we couldn't cook, and like then just try and put slop in our face. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I lost it uh, ten days in, and uh, that was, by the way. Almost six weeks ago, five weeks ago, I still have no taste or smell. But to get back to, yes, your story, at your wedding. I, at home, wait, no, at, at the, at the place, I put you on, put on your the, suit. The, I put on the suit and then I put my cologne on, I come out and the face that you made was just out of this planet like you were looking at me like you were in love with me and i was was like dude my suit it's nice and all but it's not that nice right but you were like (sighs) and you came to me and just hugged me and started like smelling me and i i wasn't understanding what was happening Right. And and then you go, I can smell you. <laughs> and, and in my head, I'm like, it's, it's like you with the dress. Like, it's like, OK, good for you. And then it hit me like, oh, shit. Like, this is the first thing that you could smell since you lost your your sense of smell. And apparently it's the yeah. only thing you have smelled since then like has it come back or no honestly what i say now at this point is like every once in a while whether it be smell or taste i get like these really like it's like a faint breeze you know it's mm. like oh was there something and it's gone um oh, was that, that garlic oh, oh. yeah that's that's kind of but you really were like when you walked out your cologne it was right away and and that's the thing is it's um honestly losing both of those senses became so much more depressing than I ever thought it would. Oh, I yes. Yes. And uh in particular of course like with food, you know, cuz right away everything like you especially when you're sick and it's like I just want something I enjoy or whatever and when i when i realized that it was gone that's when i was starting to feel a little better so i really like i started experimenting i got um a bag of hot cheetos nothing it was like just texture puffs that's um, so sad i i was like i'll eat a lot of different things i i tried eggs uh bread um uh, rice with like crazy sauces on them. I tried a really, really hot, hot sauce. And that was the weirdest thing ever because I didn't taste it, but then my mouth was on fire. So you could like, feel the burning, but not the flavor. Well, it was, yeah, it was sort of like the pulsing you get like in your, so think about like if you eat a really hot meal and like an hour later, you kind of have that sort of like buzzing sensation mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, your mouth. Mm-hmm. That was it. There was no taste of what it was, but just like the biological effect on me. So yeah, it was weird. And then, yeah, I tried, um, 
I got like a, a tiny glass of like cognac, which, you know, is a strong liquor. Water. Nothing. Wow. All right, so this is the moment that you go on a juice cleanse. Since you're not going to taste shit, you're going to have the healthiest motherfucking smoothie in the planet. And it's just true. I, I live will out of not that. care. And that's, that's it, man. This is yeah, how we even, sell it. Even coffee, like, yeah, coffee is just hot water. Uh, that's no, that's sad. Like I no, it, it, I it really is. Like there was there was one day like I I was talking to Chelsea about it and I was, um, she made like these like really beautiful looking like breakfast burritos on the weekend, you know, with like f- like sausage and really well done potatoes and everything, and had a nice like hot sauce on it. And as I was eating it, like the cooked tortilla was just like cardboard with goo in in the middle yeah because there's no taste it's just the texture of that is so sad and and like i i honestly i teared up a little i was like i hate this i think i think that will make me like just bury myself in depression if like uh, that's actually we, we were talking about that at the wedding like the the fact that like not being able to taste it would probably be the worst thing for me off like the whole thing. Like just It's really bad, yeah. Uh, so you yeah, went through I, everything this year, man. Like if you think about it, you were the one of the first <laughs> one from the group to get vaccinated. Definitely yeah. the first one to get uh the booster. And yep. then also the first one to get COVID. And a bad fucking case of it. Yeah, imagine if you weren't vaccinated. Dude, That you say that, that was the morbid thought that kept coming into my mind of like, if this shit hit me this hard, and I've had every, and you know, I still have to wear a mask at work. Like mm-hmm. I'm, uh, we're still. Oh no, like, you crazy. are one of the person that still like cares deeply about these more than almost anyone that I know. Yeah, and even with all of that, that I was that sick, like without those shots, I probably would have been on a fucking ventilator. And that is yeah. fucking terrifying. That is scary. That is scary, man. Just like the idea of that. So now, did you do what I asked you to do? Well, hold on. I want to say something else about okay. your wedding. Okay. So that's why the response was so intense was it had been at least a month and I had not smelled or tasted a thing mm-hmm. ever. And so just that like you were standing next to me and then I could smell you was, yeah, like it was really emotional. It, yeah. it really, it really, really brought me forward. Now, uh, here's a funny th- uh, thing related to that same symptom mm-hmm. from your wedding. As is well documented on this show. I am a very, very picky eater. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So um, there's a beautiful like Italian food spread, right? Like authentic, beautiful looking food. And uh, I go over and I make myself a plate. Um, and there was this huge pan of uh, like uh, like a chicken pasta with a creamy looking sauce. And I'm like, oh yeah, 
And I was really hungry too, because uh, we'd been there for a long time. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to take extra of this and less of the the salad side and stuff, because those are great. But like, I need pasta in me to sustain myself. And we were drinking. Um, I need pasta, so I demolish this plate of pasta, and. Uh, <laughs> And I'm standing around talking to people with my empty plate right there. And uh, one of the, I don't remember who, but one of the other people goes, oh man, I need to get more of that salmon pasta. And I went, the what pasta? I was like, on Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah. And I was like, wait, which one is that? And they're like, uh, the one in that tin. The only like, pasta. Th- like this? And I hold up my plate. And like, yes. And I was like, oh my fucking God, I ate this. I ate a whole plate of this. Like nothing. Cause it was just texture. Yeah. Like I, I, I tasted. And you and don't like salmon, right? I fucking hate fish. And it's not even like that, like the smell or even a hint. If fish has been in the food that I've eaten, even if I'm not eating the fish, I know it. Mm-hmm. So I ate a whole fucking plate of it. Your body was like, Omega three. What the fuck is happening? Uh, here, here is the funny thing. Actually, in in the morning, um, I I had a little bit of an allergic reaction. I think because I've just never had fish in my body. Like I've I've tried bites, you know, yeah, but yeah, like but not a, full a plate meal of it. it. My body was like, "What the fuck is this?" You know, like I yeah, I had a weird reaction to it. It has electrolytes. Yeah. So what were you gonna? What did you tell me to do? Oh, I told you because the 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 cologne that I got, it's first of all, this is an amazing thing that they do in Colombia. You can go to a pharmacy, not any pharmacy, but some of them have a specific scent section, right? You yes. go to that place, and they will have a list of what the the copycats of major brand scents. Oh, okay, okay. Right? But they make them. And you can buy, like, the oil and then a mixture of alcohol and then an atomizer? Atomizer? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. One of those thingies. I've been speaking Spanish a lot. like And then you just mix them. And shake them, and you can make them as concentrated as you want the oil to alcohol ratio, and then right. you you can have like for example the one million by Paco Rabanne for five dollars, a two hundred milliliters one of them, right? So it, it is a really interesting thing, and they're really accurate to the original scent. Mm-hmm. So what you smell was the one million by Paco Rabanne, the copycat version. Which for me, it smells a lot like passion fruit. Oh, now I'm remembering what you told me. So I told you if you could and if you still are having this issue, just give it a try and see if you can find, even if it's like a, a popsicle, right? That is passion fruit flavor. Yeah. And just smell it or, or, or taste it and see if that now after you left I had another epiphany that mm. my cologne itself as part of the thing that they sell there's this pheromone 
that they sell with the package that it's for the thing to smell for longer in your skin right like there's this like thing that you add to the mixture that it's a pheromone i don't know where it's from or what is it made of um but it's meant to be in like unscented but added to this cologne it will make it stay on your skin for longer okay now my theory is that that could have been what activated your scent of smell because i haven't ever even heard of pheromones being added to the colognes and things like that right so it could yeah. be done it could be just that i got lucky and i got just uh you to hug me and kiss my neck and smell me like i was a uh, your teenager love um but i'm not complaining I'm just going to roll over that you put an age on that. Um, I didn't put an age. I said teenage love. That is a... Not a good way to go. It's because of the intensity. Because you're like... All over my neck. Um, I use them all. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But things are still weird. And then... After I, you know, after I said this in there, I do need to try the passion fruit thing. I'll try yeah. it. Um, after I told that to like the people that were hanging around me, it was funny. Some of your friends were like, oh, and they went and got like this like hot sauce dip. And they're like, you need to fucking try this. And I was like, watch. Um, and just like, <laughs> just stand there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that makes me think that means... All the alcohols that you consume that night, you didn't taste mm -hmm. anything, right? That's just... No, I couldn't. That's why, like, when people were, like, offering me wine and stuff, I would just say, give me the shit. Like, the shittiest one. Or, like, yeah. if someone was, like, going to make, like, a gin and tonic or something, I was like, use the shitty one, use the shitty tonic. Like, don't use anything. Don't waste expensive things on me. That yeah, is... and that even happened... Uh, it was like a week or two ago, like I made, uh, it was like on a day off. I, I was like, oh, I really want a Hennessy and ginger ale. And those are like kind of more expensive drinks, you know? I don't make them that often at home. And I made one and I was like, this is a fucking waste. Yeah. Why am I doing this? Cause like, Wait, do again, you forget sometimes... that you cannot taste it? A little bit. Like that. that's hmm. also part of it. Like you have a craving for something. Mm -hmm. And you get it, and it is fucking nothing. That is that is interesting, actually, that you crave something, and then you make it. You forget that you will not taste it. I guess. Right? Yeah, or or like, and, and it's to the point now where like I get those little hints, and so you kind of don't know what will actually come through, and what, if it will be worth it or not, basically, right? Yeah, or yeah, or or anything. Yeah, mm -hmm. like I I was out of town like a week and a half ago for a conference. And so I had to eat out a lot because I was out of town mm -hmm. and I was just, yeah, ordering random shit that was always different than what I had had in the meals before. Basically just going like, I, was, I made my own game show. Will he taste it? Yeah. And yeah. And most of the time losing that game. He did not. Yeah. 
And it sucks because there was a couple meals where I was like, this looks like it's really fucking good. I bet this is a really fucking good thing. <laughs> and sucks. it was kind of expensive. Um, yeah. Anyway, well, that's enough about my nose. I had, um, I think this should be like a, a section in our uh, podcast. It's um, We're not having the- a shitting our pants section. Okay. Oh, man. I was going to tell you a whole story, but no. Um, I actually shut someone up at the movie theater again. And I want to share my technique. My wife? Technically, you're my wife. That's true. I am going to lord that over your wife for a long time, which I even, I did a subtle one during your ceremony that I was the first bride in the wedding. I came out first. You saw me first. I am the first bride. <laughs> and you are the first love of my life. Um, and then I tried to claim prima nocta on you as well. <laughs> I um, mean, by the way, uh, you ended that night. I could have done it to you. <laughs> oh, yes. A hundred percent. And uh, by the way, it, it was also funny because, again, so many English second language people at the event that that joke wasn't landing with a lot of people. And I was like, this is really fucking funny. You guys need to know what prima nocta means. <laughs> I think he's like, maybe like, well, and the people that understood English did not find it that funny because they weren't the kind of people that will find that funny. But um, so, oh, that actually remind me of something. I... um. I'm going to I'm going to go through the shutting someone up story and then I'm going to tell you something about an English joke not landing with Spanish speaking people. Um I was at the theaters. I went to watch uh Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And uh by the way, 9 out of 10 will recommend. Really good movie. Oh. Really? Um yes, I enjoyed I am kind of sad that I enjoyed uh that movie that much because i was deeply angry at the company for taking johnny depp out of the cast without Mm -hmm. a real reason but the acting of the new grindelwald amazing well that guy i i always forget his name but that guy's a fucking monster you know like he's he's so good and apparently he's known for doing villains um yes do you not recognize it like look up his imdb he's incredible yeah, I never remember his name, but uh, if I ever like remember, I'll type it and then I'll check what movies he did. Um, but so I was at the at the movies, and then there's this guy by my side, and it was him and his girlfriend, sister. I don't know. I don't care. And they were speaking an Eastern Asian language. Not gonna be racist and say Chinese, but I'm ninety nine percent sure it was Chinese, um, and it was non stop comments from the guy to the girl, and the guy was by my side, and this was five minutes, ten minutes into the movie, and it was like it like legit felt like the guy was translating the movie, which. No, just don't. 
that would be so funny. Like, like how at a you know at a concert or something they'll have like the ASL <laughs> sign language, like, just like, sign language person, like a live movie translation, but of audio. Alright, so holy fuck! It's like I am good. I am gonna say like I was angry at minute one already, but I held myself for another ten, fifteen minutes, and then I really wanted to enjoy this movie. And this was a movie that I've been waiting for a really long time, and I was just—I think I'm mixing the stories. I think it was another movie. actually i think it was another movie but did you pull the popcorn trick on him no i actually faced him because he was right by my side it was not it was not fantastic beast it was before that whatever i can't remember what movie was but i just turned to the guy and i said really loud voice really like looking at the guy and just told him Ask him, like, are you going to talk the whole fucking movie? <laughs> the guy looked forward. It's a he question. He looked at me when, when, I, when, I, when I asked him, when I, like, faced him yeah. and I started talking to him, he looked at me. Mm-hmm. Right? He looked at me and then goes, looks forward, did not say a word for the rest of the movie. So you basically did, wasn't that the last time we we recorded as I told the story of Chelsea doing that to the people sitting next to us? I I know, I know I took it from somewhere. <laughs> I, I think I just like embodied Chelsea. And it was annoying. Yeah. Well, actually her line, it was, uh, it wasn't like, are you going to continue? Uh, she leaned over because she tried to get their attention twice. And I, if, I mean, we could go back and check on the other episode, but if my memory serves me correctly, she said, you need to stop talking. <laughs> like, need to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Need. No, I, I, I feel like the guy got the message. Oh. Well, obviously. <sighs> and you just it, created a racist that day. It was, definitely, it was definitely not Fantastic Beast because at Fantastic Beast, something else happened. We had... Gotten our tickets with the AMC A-list, uh, which it's amazing. $25 subscription, three movies a week. I cannot say, like, there's m- almost no subscription in this world as worth it as that one. For people it sounds like the, the old movie pass setup. Remember it is the movie pass, pass, but it's just for AMC. It is <laughs> exactly the same thing. Now, we were there. We didn't pay for these tickets. We are in the front row because the whole place is packed because it's opening night. And... The little button for the chair that makes the chair be worth it. It's uh, not working. Then it goes like, and then you go like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to like lean back the fancy recliner chair. Fancy recliner one. And especially if you're in the front line, first row. First row sucks. You want to be as far back as possible to be able to actually watch the movie. Um, mm-hmm. didn't work and we were there early enough so we were like uh, went out and was like what the fuck is happening this is not working 
and then people came and lifted the whole thing which i didn't know that was what happened it was kind of cool like they just like lift the whole thing and it has some hinges and you can see the whole underworld of it like just like the whole thing um and they're like oh someone else gonna come fix it uh one second and then uh a couple of minutes after same person comes back he's like yeah and they're not gonna come so if you could go to like guest services they're gonna like give you something so we go there and then they gave us like free tickets vouchers which we were like kind of like we don't give a fuck about your free tickets vouchers because we have the amc a list and i told the guy like hey like we have the a list thing can we have popcorn instead like the a voucher for popcorn and the guy's like, oh, yeah. Like, it was obviously cheaper for him to give us the, the popcorn. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, not by much, but yeah. <laughs> no, but it was a regular popcorn. It wasn't the big one, motherfuckers. Um, no, I say I want the big daddy dick popcorn, all right? I was, I was going to say I want two popcorns and two drinks because that's about the price of how much I pay for these. But also they knew I didn't pay for them. So it was like kind of like, yeah. Fair. Well... They gave us the thing, and then we went, and actually someone didn't come from the front row, too. And then we just changed those seats, and those seats reclined. So we watched the movie. Um, there you go. Yeah, it was really good. Um, all right, so I am in uh, New York a couple of days ago with my lovely wife. We went to a stand-up comedy. Listen to you. I know. It's I know. my lovely wife. We went to a stand-up comedy thing, Imagigers, of an Argentinian comedian. Why didn't they have comedian. chairs? Uh, <laughs> um, you're so. Oh my god! It makes me so angry. I'm, I'm gonna. Um, can you play the music? We're, we're done. We're done. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sure. Bring me my savage women. <laughs> so um we were in the line and then uh one of the guys that was a comedian it, but it was like one of those like you know those like community like stages kind of thing like you know some of these people are just like comedians big air quotes in those yeah like, thing wow. this guy the one that we're going for the show he's a big deal in argentina but because it's the u.s he chooses small venue because he wants right. to like sold out and also like doesn't want to risk it uh but then we were in line imagine around a hundred spanish-speaking people in a line and most of them does not know a lick of english and then <laughs> a guy walks by and he has a suit and everything. Like you clearly can see that he was a comedian from another show. And goes like, uh, "Is any of you interested in an Amway product?" And I chuckle, and then maybe like two or three other people do too. And then he he goes like, "It was an old guy. Like he was like, huh, I guess uh, they're not in the mood, huh?" <laughs> and then the the lady that was like just like getting the tickets in and everything, she goes like, "Let's say Bob. I don't remember the name. Like it's like Bob. They don't speak English, Bob. Just go inside." <laughs> That's really funny. That was funnier than the joke that he tried to do. <laughs> yeah, way funnier. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but that they show was amazing. They don't speak English. Go inside. It was amazing. I got to take photos with the guy because it was a small venue, and he like didn't care. He was just there hanging out after for a little. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And yeah, that's my my story. I seen to it, it. Well, the pictures. It looked really fun. That um, that's something I haven't really been able to do uh, much of yet. Oh, but I did see. Funny enough, uh, wait, when was that? Yeah, that was after we got sick. Yeah, because we were still, um, we were fine, you know, to like be out in public. Yes. But we still both had really bad coughs. So it was like embarrassing to be in public. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still went to the Beacon Theater and we saw Tom Segura. Show in English, right? Yeah, he was he was doing an English show. Does he do anything in Spanish? Yes. Show? Uh he has a his podcast in yes. Spanish and he um he was working on a uh he was doing a Spanish tour cuz he was going to record a Spanish special, but then the pandemic fucked it up so he's he's doing his current tour and then when it's done, he's going to start a Spanish tour again so he can get ready and do a, a Spanish special, which I think is awesome. Um if yes. he comes to this area and does the thing in Spanish, let me know. I would like to go. Oh yeah, I'm down. Even if I don't understand 80% of it, I will have so much fun. Um but so the day of his show was like two days after the oscars oh and if you remember the oscars do i brother will smith slapped the shit out of chris rock a comedian doing his job tom segura just as an example on his social media went ballistic of just like if you're gonna fucking hit comedians now, like for the violent, you know, he was very upset. Mm-hmm. So he does. So they, uh, you know, they announced it. it's the Beacon Theater in New York. You know, one of the most mm-hmm. famous like stand up things ever. Huge crowd. Like he's standing ovation as he comes out. He he grabs the mic and, you know, everybody finally sits down and he just calmly says. And I hate doing like jokes, recreating jokes, but yeah, this but is one that like worth it. Con- the context matters. Uh, uh, he goes, okay, um, tonight you're going to hear some things that maybe some of you do not agree with, and that is perfectly okay. But if that happens, each and every one of you are going to stay in your fucking chairs. Don't you dare fucking come up here. I will. I'm not a fire editor. I'm not saying that I've got all these skills in there. I will bite your fucking ears off. I will bite your dick off and spit it in your own mouth. Don't you dare fucking come up here. And come out. Like it was so, it just like broke the ice, you know, completely. You know, just screaming at us to stay in our fucking chairs. Uh, and the the reason I think that's great is because, you know, he only made that joke for like a week, yep. you know, and then it, it fades away and it's no longer relevant anymore. But, oh, yeah, because I people will be like, what so are hard. you talking about? Why would people go yeah. up there? There's a war happening. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but speaking of the, um, you said the Spanish speaking show, one thing I thought I'd mentioned to you that I thought was funny, and I don't remember the specifics. I really wish I did. But there was this uh, pretty fucked up Latino dude in the front row mm-hmm. who like kept like kind of saying things or whatever. And it's not, remember, we're not in a like comedy showroom. We're in a fucking theater, you know, yeah, like yeah, big, big fucking big theater. deal theater. But he keeps saying shit. Uh, and then and one of the breaks, he yells something in, in Spanish. And I think it was uh, some sort of like sexual innuendo. And Tom tur- turns to him and uh, the, his his response in Spanish was essentially that was the same thing I was saying when I was bending over your mom last night um okay <laughs> yeah and the whole theater like fucking blew up like laughing and and like tom stopped and he looked out and he just laughed and he went oh yeah we're in new york city pretty much all you fuckers speak spanish don't you because he was so caught off guard that everyone understood what the fuck he said when when he yelled back at him yeah yeah it's crazy it's crazy like so the um, the other day we, i don't know how much time we have but uh i don't care we went to bring us home poppy amazing experience with uh alejandra that was one of our wedding gifts um our roommate got us a ticket to a show called sleep no more okay and it is uh immersive theater experience oh one of those okay um it was by the high line like near the high line i can't remember exactly where uh it's this full like hotel and uh, when you get in there like from the get-go you get this like you you walk into like a speakeasy kind of bar really nice vibe like all like dark people dressed like it was the 20s and actually that kind of music playing there was a live performance happening um like it was really fancy really beautiful and and so you get into this like the show they give you a mask well, besides the N95 that they gave to everyone and they forced everyone to wear, which was amazing. Okay. Um, you had to show proof of vaccination, which was also another good feeling to have like the line be really like, uh, like, like just whatever, like the whole thing, you know, um, not that like freedom of whatever choice thing. Um, we walk into the place, the place goes like, you're going to wear this mask, like kind of like, um, carnival kind of mask whatever and oh yeah and do not take them off and please oh they sealed your phone into this case that you cannot access and they go do not speak throughout the whole show it's not to be like nothing not to your like the person that's with you, not to the actors. It's just this, you are part of the show, but you're not interacting with them by speaking. Um, and it was one of the best experiences I ever had in my life. 
it was so intense because obviously when you like are so immersed into these like stories it's just like you feel feelings you know like you cannot like talk so you pay attention to a lot more things and the sense of smell like got strong well that will be a problem for you um <laughs> but oh <laughs> but yeah like they did this really amazing thing where like each room was a different story and you had to follow actors around because the story oh, okay. yeah like it was different floors and each actor had a different storyline that they were just acting their storyline and if you wanted to interact like just continue the storyline you just stay with this person the whole time and that'll be one thing but they will also kind of like disappear, go into these little like trap doors and just be gone. Right. So you have mm. to be like, oh shit, like I now have to find someone else and follow another storyline. Or they will interact, the two actors will interact from like you could see different groups of people following each actor. And then suddenly they will go different ways. So you have to be like, fuck, now do I do I follow this person or the other? And each room had a different temperature, humidity levels. The sound was really interesting. The floors were like there was an area that was like a graveyard and it smelled like a graveyard somehow. And then there was one that was like a like a nurse uh, area with like like beds and stuff. And it smelled like the doctors, like the, the, the sanitizing products of the like, it was really well done. The whole thing, it's the. It's totally worth it. It's an experience. It's something that I'll say um, if you get a chance to whenever actually your sense of smell comes back. Because I'll say it, it is enhanced by the little details. Um, you should definitely go. It's really nice. And it's also like a nice bar area with like fancy drinks and like a good occasion to just like pretend to be fancy, you know? Um, wow. And yeah, we were really underdressed for the occasion, um, but they were, we were also told to wear comfortable shoes. And after being two hours and a half in there, uh, running around, definitely worth it to have like comfortable shoes uh, over looking good. Uh, but it, it was it was amazing, and it was. Um, I mean, we were together with with Alejandra. But we're also like I felt like several times I just wanted to follow someone else, you know, that like then probably the storyline that Alejandra would like to follow. Yeah. And it was recommended to experience alone, even if you came as a couple to like experience your own thing. But because we didn't have phones and none of us had our watch with us, we couldn't even say like, hey, at like 7 p.m., let's meet up on the second floor. Right. So yeah. we just like went together and it was just really good. I would totally recommend anyone that comes to New York to give it a try. I also checked the price for the tickets. Not for everyone. Def definitely a wedding gift kind of price. Yeah. Um, but definitely worth the, the, the price. So, hmm. you know, Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the, definitely a different type of like show experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and it was, um, there was not even the actors were speaking. 
it was mm. just all like feelings <laughs> you know you felt the feelings yeah. they acted so well that you could see the storyline where it was going and everything and there was a couple of situations in where the audio from the room will speak and the actors will act like they were speaking um yes but it it was uh, that's definitely a 10 out of 10 experience like yeah wow fancy mm-hmm. look at mm-hmm. you going mm-hmm. to fancy shows <laughs> wearing, money, wearing yeah. masks <laughs> like you uh sexually assault people in dark rooms um, uh, is it assault if they sign up to be there it's not if you make over a million a year oh yeah okay then yeah then you're then fine. it is assault because <laughs> i'm far from that <laughs> if if you go to crazy fancy shows that you're underdressed for, <laughs> reach out to us. Yeah. If you if you would like to be part of a if you would like to make some fast money, uh, just let me know. I have contacts. I have glasses. Oh god. I- I'm back, baby. I am Shamim. Nice to meet you. You cannot fucking sigh at me after you did that joke because (laughs) I said I am Shamim. Fuck you.